Hello, this is Zandi Hicks. This podcast is called Bold, Brave, and Daring because, well, that's already inside of you. You can choose to be bold, brave, and daring every day of your life. And this podcast teaches you how to walk through life with God, Him showing you how to become bold, brave, and daring. This podcast is like letters from God Himself. So stay tuned because I know that He wants to speak right to you. So today on the podcast is letter six of the Screw Tape Letters, and I hope that your new year is going well. My sister and I are currently at the beach. It's been wonderful, so our new year started off good, and I hope yours is too. So today is letter six, and I'm going to start off with reading the first paragraph because it is very insightful. And we talked about how the previous letter was talking about war. So this one kind of goes into that again. It says, My dear Wormwood, I am delighted to hear that your patience, age, and profession make it possible, but by no means certain that he will be called up for military service. We want him to be in the maximum uncertainty so that his mind will be filled with contradictory pictures of the future. Everyone of them which arouses hope or fear. There is nothing like suspense and anxiety for barricading a human's mind against the enemy, against God. He wants men to be concerned with what they do. Our business is to keep them thinking about what will happen to them. That is so crazy. It's always the devil trying to worry us. It's not God. God countless times in the Bible tells us not to worry or fear. And this paragraph is talking about make sure the, the patient is worried about whether he's going to go get called up for military service. Make sure his mind is filled with contradictory pictures of the future. So one is of hope and then one is of fear. Then one is of hope and one is of fear. And barricade the human's mind against God. It's just, it's crazy that he wants us to be so concerned. I mean, if you look up how many scriptures there are on not worrying, it's pretty mind-blowing. The one that always comes to my mind is in Matthew 6. It starts at verse 25, and it keeps going. And verse 27 says, Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Matthew 6, 34 says, So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own troubles. Today's troubles is enough for today. Verse Peter 5, 7 says, Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. Proverbs 12, 25 says, Worry weighs a person down. An encouraging word cheers a person up. Is There's just there's so many verses where God is telling us not to worry. And if you're worrying, that that is not from God. That's not His intention with you. So they talk about that. And then in the letter, it goes on to talk about this tribulation is a test and to have patience. And so the demon's job is to get the patient focusing on the fact that it's not a tribulation. It says that you want to weaken his prayers by diverting his attention from God to his own state of mind about God. So the letter goes on to talk about God telling the patient that this tribulation is just a test and to have patience. But the demon's job that Screwtape is telling Wormwood to do is to make him super fearful of sufferings. Make him super scared of death. 
It goes on to talk about prayer again, which is such an important part of what we do as believers since it's been in like every single letter. And in the letter, Skirtape encourages Wormwood that when the patient prays to think of himself, not God, to get him distracted. So let me just read you a part about that. At the end of page 26, it says, one therefore can formulate the general rule. In all activities of mind which favor our cause, encourage the patient to be unselfconscious and to concentrate on the object, but in all activities favorable to the enemy, bend his mind back on itself. So he's saying, get him to think about himself, not about God. Continuing to read, let an insult or a woman's body so fix his attention outward that he does not reflect, I am now entering into the state called anger or the state called lust. Let him reflect on his feelings and fix his attention inward so that he no longer looks beyond himself to see God or his own neighbors. This is so what happens. Get him so focused on himself that he doesn't even see God or others, even his own neighbors. It goes on to talk about the war and how Wormwood should encourage the patient to have vindictive feelings towards the German leaders. And this is so true too. So get him focused his prayers on himself, not on God. And then get him to worry and think about suffering. Get him to have vindictive feelings towards the German leaders. This happens today. We have ill feelings towards those who are in charge because we think we know who they are, but it's actually what the news says about them or what social media says about them that is leading our feelings into how we see them. Then we get so angry about things that are going on and the people in charge that we don't actually know, but we think that we know and we have this perception of them and it creates these vindictive feelings. And then we take that anger out on our inner circle. That is all in this letter about how to do that and how to get people to plan that. So that way it just causes confusion and chaos. Reading from page 27, it says, He has never met these people in real life. They are lay figures modeled on what he gets from newspapers. So the message I got from this letter is don't get caught up in what other people are telling you about somebody. If you don't know someone personally, how can we judge who they are? How can we know who they're, what their character is, who they really are on the inside, what they're like around their family, what they're like around their friends? The tabloids social media, the news, they're all making things up about people and we don't really know the real him. And then we can't take those feelings out on our family. I think this has definitely been dominant in the elections in the past few years in 2016 and in 2020. All of this has stirred up so many feelings of hatred and anger. And I just think that the devil's just sitting back and laughing at all of the turmoil that it's caused when in reality we've never met you know these politicians we don't know them behind doors we don't know what they look like to their families what their true hearts are we believe that we have a right to have these vindictive feelings towards them it's not godly and it's not something that we're called to do we're called to love people and love our neighbors as ourselves we're supposed to see God and see others with a grace because that's how God looks at us. And, you know, Jesus didn't come to die on the cross 
for one person, but he came for everybody, even the people that we don't know, even the people that we think that we know because of what we see, but do we truly know who they are? There's also this perception in the world of who am I and all of this questioning about finding yourself. Most of us struggle to figure out who we are and if you're that way, how can we judge someone else when we don't even know ourselves? I think it just goes back to getting back to the basics. Like, what is your foundation? What do you really believe? And do you love people? Do you love your neighbors as yourself? Do you see them as someone that God died for? Not just you, but seeing them through the lens. Like that, the letter a couple, a couple letters ago when the patient was talking about his mom and he saw her only through the lens of the things that annoyed him about her and the way that she had the certain tone and the certain look at her eyes. We can't judge people based on that. We have to judge them based on seeing the best in them and not falling into the trap of looking at people with vindictive feelings like the letter talked about. Lots of things to think about in all of these letters and I really encourage you to read, read the book because it would make so much more sense as to when Screwtape is talking to Wormwood and how he describes things to him. It's hard to understand just because of the age difference of how we talk today in 1942. That's also the beauty in it is that it gets you thinking, it gets your mind growing and changing. And so I hope it's doing the same thing for you. And yeah, I'm excited to share about letter seven because it is an in-depth letter and it's going to be really good. So have a great day. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Bold, Brave, and Daring is all about making you bold, brave, and daring. Like I say, because it's already inside of you and God wants to show that to you. So if you have any questions, please DM me, message me. I would love to hear your questions or about what God has done in your life. So let me know, comments, and I love you. And I hope that you have a wonderful week.